Hello again, this is episode 175 and today my topic is work-life balance. Is it a real thing? You'll notice in the background the beeping is still going on and this is where I break a little bit of the uh, magic of my podcast, I guess. I'm recording this episode directly after 174, so I'm going to release them on separate days so you think that I'm recording them on separate days, but actually today I'm recording two in one day just to get two out of the way and actually to catch up because the last two days I haven't been putting my podcast out at midnight because, well, for various reasons, I just haven't had the chance to get get to it because of this thing, because of work-life balance. And that's what I want to talk about today. Work-life balance, it's a thing that so many people talk about. People talk about it as if it's a good thing. And I'll t- hold on a minute. <clears throat> wow, I've got a, a massive frog in my throat right now. Yeah, people talk about work-life balance as if it's a thing to attain, as if it's a thing that everybody should want to attain. So let me explain what I mean by work-life balance if you're not that familiar with the concept, although I'm sure you are. So when somebody says they've got a perfect work-life balance, what they mean is that some of the time they're working and some of the time they're out there and living their life, whatever that means to you, that might mean going on a lot of walks or, I don't know, going out drinking, going out partying, whatever that means to you. It means some of the time they're working and some of the time they're living. And a poor work-life balance would be considered to someone would be considered as someone who's just working all the time and never enjoying the life. Again, whatever that means. So when people talk about a work-life balance, what they're talking about is really somebody, and I'm going to be controversial in this episode, by the way. In fact, no, before I be controversial, let me state where I come from on this. So I, I work a job. I'm, I'm a designer, a creative director at Genius Division. And I do marketing and designing, et cetera, et cetera. So I work that job, but I also run Genius Division along with my other two directors. So I, I haven't got a normal job and I've not known what a normal job was since I was 18 working at Morrison's, which was a supermarket when I was stacking pop on a shelf. I've not known a normal job since then, which was 12 years ago or 10 years ago or whatever. So I don't have a normal job. When I come home from work, I'm thinking about Genius Division. And when I before I go to work, I'm thinking about Genius Division. And I get emails on weekends and on evenings that are about Genius Division. Or they're about other things that I'm involved in. Or they're about other things that I'm plotting. So from waking up about 7am to me going to bed about 10pm, actually, who am I kidding? I never go to bed at 10pm, to go into bed about 12am. I'm always thinking about work. I guess you could call it work. I don't call it work, but you'd call it work. So I'm always thinking about work in some way, or I'm always thinking about a project or something that I'm working on. So my entire day, at least 100%, from Monday to Friday, unless I'm on holiday, from Monday to Friday, my whole week is consumed by work or thinking about work. And I, I don't see that as a bad thing. So don't, don't get me wrong. I do, when I come on, I do, I finish work at normal time. So I, st- I start work at 9am and I finish at half five or whatever. And then I go home and I might watch 30 minutes of telly, although it's rare and I lift weights. So 
I, I lift weights and then sometimes I go out for a run. So I spend two hours exercising or whatever. And then I might chill out for a bit and read some books. So even though I said that I'm constantly working, I'm not constantly working. I'm, I'm not like, a, I'm not a complete workaholic, but the point I'm getting at is that the way I look at work is not like a traditional person looks at work. I don't see my job as a job. I see what I do as a blessing. I, I see what I do as something that I love and I'm thankful every single minute of every single day that I get to do it as a job, that I get paid to do it. So I'm so thankful that I do it for a job, that I do it as a hobby as well. And my entire life is consumed by design and creativity and, and whatever else and plotting new ideas. So I don't see it as a job. So when people say work-life balance, all I think, and now I'm going to get controversial, all I think when people say work-life balance is that they're not committing 100% to anything. They're not committing 100% to a job. They're not committing 100% to life. They're just not committing to anything. They're doing everything half-arsed. That's what I think when I think work-life balance. And if you completely obsessed by work-life balance, all that does is make you, what's the least controversial word I can use here? All that does is make you mediocre. It doesn't make you the best that you can be. It doesn't make you fulfill your entire potential. It just doesn't. It's just a fact. If you're so concerned with only working a certain number of hours a day, and you're so concerned with only living your life a certain amount of hours a day, you're never, you're never going to excel at either of those things or any of those things in your life because you don't give yourself the time to do it. To excel at something, let me explain a little bit. To excel at something, you need to put 100% into it, no matter what it is. If you want to become an astronaut you need to put 100% into learning how to be an astronaut, learning physics. You're going to be reading physics books and science books and space books all of your life. Your entire life becomes becomes consumed by it. The only way you get good at anything, and I mean really good, really, really good at something, to excel at something, Other, in other words, the only way you do that is by becoming consumed by something. And when you become, become consumed by something, you haven't got a work-life balance anymore. Things start getting thrown out of the window. So for example, last week I was working really hard on a new idea for something that I'm working on. And I stopped exercising. I did a bit of exercise. I went out for one run and I did one lifting session, but I didn't have the chance or maybe the mental capacity to lift weights four or five times a week like I normally do. And that's fine to temporarily do that kind of thing because you can't always spin every single plate perfectly all the time. It's just impossible. If you want to spin a particularly large, heavy plate much faster than you normally spin it, you have to 100% concentrate on that only plate. Every other plate is going to smash. And as long as you're, you're only doing that temporarily, that's fine. That's cool. That's how things need to be to excel at something. The only way you excel at something is by 
becoming obsessive about it. An obsessive, an obsessive, is, is obsessiveness a word? Maybe it is. An obsessiveness isn't good for you in the long term, but short term, a couple of months, maybe even a year. I mean, a year's not much of your life, to be fair, it's only 12 months. Maybe a year is fine, but that's the only way you get good at something. And that's the only way, that's the only way you can achieve greatness or excel at something. And you might be listening to this and you might be hearing me talk about excelling and greatness and being the best and all these kind of bullshit words that I'm using. And you might think that I'm being stupid or you might think that I'm being a little bit American, but if you're listening to this and you're scoffing at me saying things like Excel and you're scoffing at me saying things like greatness and 100% and passion and obsession, if you're scoffing at me saying those things, I know deep down that you want to excel at something. Everybody wants to excel at something. Everybody wants a meaning in life, no matter what you might say to everybody else around you, or what you might even say to yourself to try and convince yourself. You're not fooling me. Everybody wants to excel at something and everybody wants to be great. Everybody wants to be great. And the only way you become great and you excel at something is by obsessing about it. And that throws work-life balance straight out of the window. Forget about work-life balance. Just find that thing you want to excel at and just become obsessed by it. That was episode 175. And I got a little bit obsessive myself and a little bit ranty in that episode, but I hope you enjoyed it because that was the entire intention of that episode. I've had that thing on my mind for a while about work-life balance and people telling that, well, they don't tell me anymore, but people used to tell me I work too hard. People don't tell me anymore because I don't listen. But <laughs> that, that's that's another topic for an entirely different podcast. Yeah, so thank you so much for listening. As always, that was episode 175. And if you want to find the show notes about that episode, although to be honest, there is zero right now as I look at my phone because I, I literally wrote nothing down for that episode. I just ranted for 10 minutes on a topic that I'm really passionate about. And that's what podcasting is all about, obviously. So if you want to find out more, go over to my website at askadesignoranything.com forward slash EP175. I'm back tomorrow with another episode. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you then.